0: Imagine there's no heaven.
1: Yeah, that's weird. It's easy
0: if you try. Try rhymes with pie. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Dry like country roads. Take me home to the place I belong. And that sounds a little like going on. What's going on? What's going on in heaven? She's buying a stairway to heaven. Hello and welcome to episode 50 of the Stuart Alpod. pod. Stu, before you say anything, well actually let's, let, let's go back and say with me Al.
1: And uh, him Stu.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's clever um, no, Why do you think I sang those songs? What were the songs again? Uh there was Imagine. Yeah.
1: Uh
0: American Pie. Right. Uh Country Roads. Uh yeah. What's Going On and Stairway to Heaven? They're all 50 years old. They are all 50 years old. Good one. Well done. So Stu. Episode bloody fifth
1: yeah, I've just watched that Imagine thing on The Boys today. Oh, did you? I haven't yeah. watched a new episode yet, so oh, sorry. don't do any sorry. spoilers.
0: <laughs> so be- before we start, I just want to, uh, to apologise to the listeners for the delay in episode 50. I had an yeah. issue with my MacBook. Um, The ports weren't working, so I had to go and get it fixed. It's fixed now, so now we can record because we, we had issues. I had to go and take it into the shop and uh, they fixed it for me. So we've got it back now. Just to
1: elaborate then, Alex had to get his port cleaned an hour yeah. back. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, 50 out. The big 5-0. Big 5 Half a century, you might call it, if you want. Uh, how's that? Yeah. Cricket. Uh, but it is quite a significant number, number yeah. 50. Yeah. So just the other day, I got charged uh, 50 quid by a taxi driver to get to a laundromat. It was only two miles away. Yeah. There, man. I, felt like I, got, I felt like I got taken to the cleaners there. So. Oh God. He started. And of course they have the mysterious death of Superman that happened 50 years ago today. Yeah. Although they actually finally found his kryptonite, tonight. So we know where he's buried. We he found his oh, kryptonite. That's, yeah. It took us a while. Always betting you have to explain them. Uh, there's a farmer and his talking dog. Another talking dog, can you believe? Yeah. Uh, they're counting up some sheep. The farmer's like, I count 47. Dog says, well, I count 50. farmer's like, well, how did you count those extra three? Doug's like, you're time to round them up. Yep. <laughs> and the judge is forcing Super Mario to pay 50 million euros in fines. Mario said, why are you making me so pay so much? The judge says, well, it's a fine
0: said, it? no, it's not. Ah. <laughs> very <sure> no. very. <laughs> So, Stu, um, we're both you've got a beer. You got a Moretti on. I've got a Brewdog Punk IPA.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I can in a minute, um, Stu. I um, for this episode, I thought I'd look into see what happens when you hit fifty. Some of the things, so I m- medical things, went to see. But these medical things, I think we could link to our podcast. So things that happen when you start to turn 50 are similar things of what we've done reaching 50 episodes. So things at 50 your brain function peaks. So has this, you know, is episode 50 the peak of our podcast? Is it all going to go downhill? Or has it all been a slow downhill? Like, you know, it's like we're on a bobsleigh, isn't it? I watched um, Cool Runnings the other day. <laughs> Um, Stu, you also um, your taste might not be as strong, and I think that's probably true for this podcast. The t- you know, there's no taste to this podcast, is there? Not really. No. no. Um, also, your pain threshold might increase, which is good for our listeners. Yeah, I have to listen to this. Um, you won't be able to hear as well, so that's good for our listeners.
1: I'm already half deaf in one ear.
0: True. And uh, menopause. So. Menopause. What? The menopause dog oh, It's good in me. I'm really still, ain't it? So, just to let you know, listeners, it is episode 50. So, we've got a few little surprises and treats for you. There's no special guests. So I don't think there's a special guest, uh, but we have got a few little treats along the road, haven't we, Stu? Well, like quality street. Oh, I always preferred roses. So, mm.
1: yeah.
0: Well, should we crack on there, Sue? Should we get on my top three?
1: Yes. Good. In each episode, me and Al will set a subject by either him or me. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about our top three things about the subject. We then find out what you lot uh, like about that subject as well. So, for example, like, if I said to you what are your top three keys, what would they be? Uh, Alicia keys,
0: definitely. Did you say keys? Uh, um... Keys.
1: As in, key to the door.
0: Yeah. So, Alicia Keys, uh, Key to My Heart, and Keyboard Warriors.
1: Oh. <laughs> How about you? Uh, Florida Keys. Yeah. Key West. Yeah. And um, More Key Vicar.
0: Oh, very good. Very good. So, it was Stu's choice for this episode. Stu, you chose top three TV caps. TV cappers. Hey, cappers. Oh. fucking bitch, my beauty. You fucking mug. Hello. Yeah, nothing me. <laughs> <laughs> make my day. Oh, no. You <laughs> <laughs> had to make an appearance in episode 50. <laughs> Stu, happy episode 50. We've not said it. Happy episode yeah, happy 50. 50. happy Who'd have thought we'd got this far? Yeah. Oh, well. Stu, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can do I'll go. Yeah. Well, for my number three, Stu, I'm going with DCI Tom Barnaby. Hello. From Midsummer Murders, played by John Nettles. Now, I know people don't like Midsummer Murders, but those are the people that have not sat down at a good marathon of Midsummer Murders episodes. Someone once got trampled to death by a cow, and that was the murder on it. It's not oh, murder,
1: is it? Though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those villages you wouldn't want to live in. But it's one of those villages too. I quite like to visit. Maybe I could be like the murderer in there, you know, go down it's there.
1: Murder, though. It's the end of your visiting days,
0: isn't it? Yeah. So I I absolutely love Midsummer Murders too. And I love John Nettles as um DCI Tom Barnaby. Now he left was,
1: the... he was always good at those um sting operations, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. He really loved it. <laughs>
0: it um, was the fun of
1: his side this week then. He was the four in his side this week.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, John Nettles left and now it's been taken over by someone else I can't remember the name of. Um, but it's been going from 1997, Stu. And it's still made today, which is phenomenal. There are currently 132 episodes. Bearing in mind, Stu, episodes are two hours long. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, John, Bo- um, John Nettles was in 81 of those 132 episodes. He was the better DCI, but he left, so it's disappointing that he's gone. So he's always the better sit episodes, but I love him as a copper because he's so unassuming. Like if you were to stick him in, like you know, in London, like dodgy areas of London, he wouldn't stand a chance; <laughs> he'd be like killed straight away. But in a sleepy little town village, he's perfect for the job. And uh, yeah, and I bet he still get up to st- up to some. Um, enthusiastic bedroom gymnastics with his wife. You can always tell there's a sexual tension going on.
1: Isn't his wife called Dot Leaf?
0: I don't know, could be, but anyway, Matt's my number three, Stu. So, why don't
1: you give us your number three? Waste on the show, yeah. Uh, Chief Chief Wiggum, I've gone for. uh, Good choice, chief of police in Springfield, state unknown, father to Ralph Wiggum. He is the gluttonous, irresponsible, and immature copper. Wigan was often too lazy and cowardly to bother fighting crime. Yep. he's a poor copper, but he's a good. He's good at being a poor copper. Yeah, he's very good.
0: I do like him. He's funny. <laughs>
1: Make my way,
0: boys. I like it when that episode still where he's like lost his job, and he goes to like he goes to mug Homer. And he goes, uh, Hey, have you, have you even got a trigger on that gun? And he says, I had to seal the trigger and most of the handle, but I can throw this thing pretty hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Genius. Oh, dear. Uh, a few facts about the old chief then. So he's voiced by Hank Azaria. Yep. The Simpsons creator, Matt Groening's mother's maiden name, Wigum. All right. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and Chief Wiggum is of Irish descent. Oh, fancy. Yes. that's
0: that excellent well my number two Stu I'm sticking with the DCIs and I'm oh, sticking wow. with the UK I'm going to go with DCI John Luther oh. the programme Luther played by Idris Elba of course Good laddie, I, don't I don't mind it. saying this Stu one of the sexiest coppers I think you'll find oh DCI Luther um, Idris Elba is brilliant in this role it's just, I love the show. He's the really isn't he? He's absolutely fantastic. And there's, you know, there are people saying he, he could be the next Bond. I think he'd be make, he'd make a great Bond.
1: I'll, you gets my vote.
0: Yeah, he's my fucking swab. He's cool as anything. He's like, I love like in the show where they're in his apartment and it's like there's hardly anything in it, and he's just got the same outfit like in his wardrobe. He just wears the same thing all the time, like his long, long grey coat. His, his shirt and tie. have
1: seen the first series?
0: Have you? Oh, you've got to watch the new one. And yeah. apparently They are making more, because there was rumours that they weren't going to make any more, but they are going to make more. Um, but I love it. I think it's such a good show. And you only get, like, about... I think it's about three or four episodes a series. So there's not that many. There's only 21 episodes made between the years 2010 and 2019. But it's fucking brilliant. I absolutely love it. Um, it just... He 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 plays by the rules too, but he, he doesn't mind bending him a bit. He's a bit like uh he's a bit like Beckham. He'll bend his rule, he'll bend the rules like Beckham bends a football. Not so much anymore, obviously. He's retired, but uh, yeah, Idris Elba. Um I'd love to see him as Bond. He's yeah, as you say, he's got my vote as well. Yeah. He's so yeah, bloody good.
1: Find that. good.
0: I'd love to meet him as well. He seems like a generally really lovely bloke when you see him interviewed. But I'd yeah. also have to beat John Nettles. So, you know.
1: I'd rather beat
0: Idris Elba than John Nettles. Yeah, I would. Oh, and he played Heimde- Heim thingy in, um... Heimdall in. Four. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: All right, Well, then. Uh, OK, number two. I've gone for the politically incorrect, brutal, and corrupt DCI Gene Hunt from Life on Mars and uh, Ashes to Ashes. Oh, I've never seen it, Steve. Oh, what?
0: <laughs> it's brilliant. I haven't seen Ashes to Ashes, Stu, but I have seen the sequel, Funk to Funky.
1: <laughs> She's as nervous as a small nun on a penguin shoot. It's <laughs> one of his many sayings. Good on him. Uh, so he's described by his colleague, Sam Tyler, as an overweight, over-the-hill, nicotine-stained, borderline alcoholic. Yep. up just right there. It's played by Philip Glenister. Um, He's—you he's, need to watch it. Like I need to watch Blue Fire. Sounds of it. Is he's, yeah. he's, you no know, lines like "Drop your weapons." You're surrounded by armed bastards. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and his be- one of his best lines: "Good work, Raymondo. I'm bumping you back to DS. Only this time, make sure it stands for Detective Sergeant and not dog shit."
0: You're a good old cop, you know. Gee,
1: don't <laughs> take no shit from no one.
0: Excellent. Well, thanks, Stu. So, my number one, Stu. Um, I'm going to go with Detective Frank Drebin from Police Squad. All right. Now, this might be bending the rules a little bit, Stu, because I've never actually watched Police Squad, but I've seen the Naked Gun films, and I absolutely adore him. I think he's hilarious.
1: That's not bending the rules, is it? He was in Police Squad. Yeah, was in Police. That's
0: why I thought I'd go with it. So, Stu, I, I, I don't have. Read this earlier, and I can't believe this is true. There's only six episodes ever made of Police Squad.
1: Wow! Yeah,
0: only it was it, it was made in 1982. So who's going to Google that, that to make sure that's right? Played by Leslie Nielsen, of course. Um, Police Squad. Don't call him Shirley. Don't call him Shirley. Um, it's just a hilarious. He's a hilarious actor, yeah. um, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Only six episodes made, and then of course they made the three films: Naked Gun, Naked One, two and a half, and 33 and a third. I love Naked Gun, and he's the the opposite. He's so funny, like just ridiculous. Um, it's some of the things he does, but even some of the like the scenes without him in it in the Naked Gun films are absolutely brilliant. So I think it's in Naked Gun thirty three and a third. Are you listening? Look at yes. your
1: phone. I'm reading about police. Calls. Well, Sorry. stop reading
0: about it. So, some <laughs> of this, the one of the funniest scenes in one of the police um, in one of the films isn't doesn't involve him it's where his wife is trying to make a phone call and a bloke comes in and he's like um hey Q do you want to give me a kiss and she says no and he goes well yes means no and no means yes and she goes okay yes and he goes what do you mean no <laughs> I just find that really funny but like him yeah. like getting on the stage to stop the explosion and I mean I know I'm talking more about Naked Gun now anything else but then when he's doing the dancing and stuff like that it's just absolutely hilarious some of the stuff he does is just ridiculous and he he plays it so well and i was found it really funny that leslie nielsen was a wasn't wasn't a comedy actor like previously well, young years was all serious yeah he? he did a lot of serious roles until he started and then we he was only really known for his comedy after i think aeroplane was it was either airplane i can't remember yeah. airplane was first or or um police squad but Then he started moving to more comedy roles. And then he ruined it a little bit by going into scary movie seven or whatever it was. But rest in peace. He's you know he's gone now. But he was very, very funny man.
1: He was. So yeah, that's my number one. My number one, mother of God, Ted Hastings from Line of Duty. Again, I've not seen it. What? Sorry. Saz. Bastion of AC12, the beating heart of the overstretched anti-corruption units. A man whose life purpose is one thing and one thing only, and that's catching bent coppers. And he's played to perfection by Adrian Dunbar. Out. This is just like I do is want the to watch best it. copper on TV.
0: It is something I want to watch, but um, I'm, maybe it'll be the next thing I watch. Do because I'm nearly finished Ozark.
1: So. Oh, I finished Ozark. Yeah, I know you are. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the weed auntie. Now we're cooking with gas. Now we're sucking diesel. He's got loads of money. Too many to list here. Um, Yeah, he's my favourite ever cop run.
0: Wasn't he in Inside Number 9? An episode of Inside Number 9? Yeah. Yeah, where he plays a copper. Where he plays an actor playing a copper.
1: I think, no, he plays himself, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, of course he does, yeah. Very good. Right, brilliant. Thanks, Stu. So, um, how about the social media input?
1: (laughs) Bloody loads, out.
0: Bloody loads. Fucking hell.
1: Right. In no particular order. Uh, First up, we've got Private Iron, a.k.a. Lady Wargasm. What? Sorry? Who's that? Gary. All right. (laughs) Uh, She's gone for Jane Tennyson. You know, the... uh, Prime Suspect, Helen Mirren? No. No. no Luther? Still, yep. And William Bookmoreland from The Wire. Not seeing yeah, that. I haven't seen The Wire either, but apparently it's good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Emily, she's gone for Olivia Benson, Law & Order SVU. No. I'm not sure what SVU stands for. So it might be Super Visible Underpants. Oh, could be. <laughs> I can't imagine it being anything else. Uh, Officer Officer Brody from South Park. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, Raymond Holt from Brooklyn 99.
0: No, I've not seen it either. Never seen Brooklyn 99. No. Wow. And I like I, I like the actors that are in it as well.
1: <laughs> uh, Catherine's gone for Cagney and Lacey. Two was a one. Third. Okay. Um, Inspector Morse and Vera.
0: From Vera Drake. Never seen any of them. Okay, Carry on.
1: Uh, Chris Comrath. Welcome back. He's gone for the A-Team, Randall and Popkirk and Manimal. This was a... Manimal, I had to look up, was a cop show where the cop changes into an animal.
0: Uh, Ah, yes. I've heard about this, yeah.
1: Can't make it up. (laughs) Right, go. So Frank's gone for the Uh, The Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch, and Chief Wiggum. Yep. Keith Campbell. He's picked Frank Poncherello and John Baker, who are chips. Okay. TJ Hooker as well. Yep. Uh, Keza G, Mulder Scully as one. Ted Hastings and Jack Meadows from the bill. (laughs) Uh, Honorable mentions to Steve Sloan from Diagnosis Murder, Chief Wiggum and Smithy from the bill. Yep. Uh, Regular Gav. PC Panda from Pe- Peppa Pig. Brilliantly voiced by David Mitchell. Rose Diaz from Brooklyn 99. Uh, Frank Drebin from Police Squad. Yep. Uh, Hayes on Fire has gone for Cartman's Respect My Alpharad Ha. Yep. And, and none of us, just that one. Uh, Kimbo, Morse, Lewis, and Vera.
0: Yes. Nice single words there. Nice, uh, just first names.
1: Uh, JR's gone with Jack Reagan, George Carter uh, from the Sweeney and Burnside from the Bill. Yep. Katie's gone with Levi from Neighbours. Yep. Hopper uh, <laughs> from Stranger Things and yep. uh, PC yep. Bellamy from Heartbeat. Heartbeat. <laughs> Mrs. Gav, Luther, Patrick Jane from The Mentalist and Stella Gibson from The Fall. Yep that Jillian Anderson. Don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, Mini Gab's gone with Chase from Paw Patrol. Yes. Uh, PC Panda from Peppa Pig. And Police Ryan from Ryan's World. Not too sure. oh, yeah. Don't like Ryan's World. The McHales, they've gone with Ice T in Law and Order. Uh, Vic McKay from The Shield. Jimmy McNulty from The Wire. And that honorable mention to Barb Reddy in South Park. Uh, Sergeant Bilko. Bullet the Dog from Paradise PD. Yeah. On Netflix. Chief Wiggum and Reg from The Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Reg. <laughs> Georgina's gone for Patrick J. from The Mentalist. Uh, Baptiste and Lufa. Charles has gone for Jake Peralta from Brooklyn 99. Horatio from CSI Miami and Lufa. Uh, Samantha's gone from Lufa, Viv. In no offence, and Chris Carson from the Responder. Mm-hmm. And then last of all, Jason Jackson's got Detective Jack Frost. Touch of Frost, yeah. Inspector Fowler from the Thin Blue Line. And Jim, yeah. from Trade Apart Boys.
0: Oh, Inspector Grobola from the Thin Blue Line was great. Your cock up, my ass. <laughs> That's one of the lines he <laughs> said. I Stu, I've got a good honourable mention. Yeah. the um, I don't know what his name was, but the police officer in
1: Father Ted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, the, um, the helicopter. Yeah, he's got the helicopter. <laughs> Incident murders around of you at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you, listeners. So for the next episode, Stu, I was thinking about this one uh, This one quite a lot.
1: and I can't... Oh, wait, say. I've got one as well. Um, PC Plod from Noddy. Oh, yeah.
0: Good one. So, Stu, on the next episode, uh, because it's summer and it's coming towards the end of the school term, we all remember Sports Day, don't we, Stu? We so do. what I'd like in the next episode is your top three Sports Day events from primary school.
1: Whoa. <laughs> it's going to be a bit hard for the Americans, though,
0: isn't it? Well, they, I'm sure they have some sort of Sports Day. Just think of fun games you did as a kid. Um, sure you'll be able to find some.
1: Was, so, they must have a sports day in America.
0: Sure, they, they did have yeah, some sort of thing, haven't they?
1: Sports day from school.
0: Yeah. So if you'd like to tell us your top three sports day events from your youth, then you can get in contact. We are alpod at gmail.com or we are on Instagram, Twitter at Stu and Wheelbarrow Race. What?
1: Wheelbarrow. Yeah. We'll,
0: um okay so that was top 3 and now it is time for 90s corner 90s corner in each episode we are going through the 90s swiftly and sexily and we are asking for either we are asking for either your favorite film Uh, single or pop culture moment of those years. At the moment, in this episode, we are on 1995, and we have asked for your top pop culture moment from that year. But before we go on... I
1: don't enjoy the top the the culture moment ones as much.
0: It's harder, isn't it?
1: The film and the song ones are good. Yeah,
0: they're They're bad. bad. So, before we carry on, Stu, in the last episode, we asked for your... Well, we put a vote out, didn't we? For your 95... Single so Stu, in reverse order. So what were those votes, votes in total? What were those votes?
1: The third place was bombastic 10%. Yep. Second place was fake plastic trees with 20%. Uh joint first place was don't speak and common people with 35%. Yes. So why that? So we've
0: I. I actually voted for don't speak, um, but mine still came joint first. So I'm happy with that.
1: I um I voted for don't speak as well.
0: Yeah, so Stu, uh, I went first on top three, so why don't you tell us your favorite pop culture moment of the year 1995?
1: Uh, Frank Bruno becoming heavyweight champion of the world, defeating Oliver McCall.
0: Let's get ready to rumble. Watch us wreck the mic, watch us wreck the mic. Imagine he went into that once. Psych. <laughs> Think we'll ever do an episode where we don't do an impression of Bruce Forsyth, God rest his soul. No
1: way, <laughs> today we don't do an episode of Bruce Forsyth, today we stop recording.
0: Yeah, true. Okay, go on and tell us a bit about him.
1: Well, Frank Bruno was a boxer, mm-hmm. and in 1995 he became heavyweight champion of the world. Brilliant, lovely stuff. Yep. Thanks, Stu. So, <laughs> my
0: pop culture moments, too, of the 90s of 1995 was the time that Eric Cantona, Kung Fu, kicked a fan.
1: That's been pretty popular, actually. <laughs> I thought
0: it might do. Um, the fan, Stu, do you know his name? Uh, Brian Turd. No, it was Matthew Simmons.
1: Oh, nearly.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that when Eric Cantona asked him if he, ha- if he regretted it, he said his only regret was that he didn't kick him more.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: um, he got a two-week prison sentence, Stu, for kicking a fan, but um, it was overturned. But apparently, the man... He, it's very difficult to find out exactly what the bloke was saying to him, but he was using xenophobic language, and he insulted Eric Cantona's mum. So well, I think Cantona had every right
1: to go and kick him then, didn't he?
0: Yeah. It was brilliant, wasn't it? I remember watching that game and just be like, fuck, this is mental. But it was great. So, yeah, that's mine. So, What's the uh, social media has, has said?
1: Uh, well, Kezagi and regular Gav have gone with the same as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Cantamar kicking the Crystal Palace fan. Um, Kid Gorgeous, aka Private Iron, aka Lady Wargasm, uh, went with the pubs in England permitted to remain open throughout Sunday afternoons in 1995. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Emily's gone for the marriage to of Pamela and Anderson, and Tommy Lee. Yep. Honorable mention of Blackburn Rovers winning the Premier League. Her brother as a Rovers fan. Yep. Uh, Dave from I Give That 10 Minutes and with uh, the joint collaboration with Frank on his podcast as well. Uh, he's gone for the OJ Simpson trial.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, <laughs> He's also gone for the OJ verdict and fallout from that. Uh, Chris Williams has also gone for the OJ Simpson trial. And Keith Campbell's picked the re- release of Windows 1995.
0: Oh, yeah. I think, well, obviously we're going to have to go with um, the uh, the trial of OJ Simpson because that got a lot of votes.
1: Yeah.
0: I think we've got to go with Windows 95, too. Yeah. Brilliant. So we'll put those upon Twitter and you can vote for those. Please share um, our, the poll because we'd like to get as many votes as possible. So on the next episode, we would like you to send us your favourite film from the year 1996. Oh, a lot of films. Ooh. Armageddon. Iron Man.
1: Films of 1996.
0: No, don't start researching.
1: I'm not researching.
0: No, co- uh, come on. Right. So that was nineties corner, wasn't it, Stu? But now I feel Stu, it's time. I'm just go- gone. Oh, For fuck's sake! Natalie, <laughs> I feel like it's time to go back in time a little bit, don't you?
1: But time travel's impossible. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. All right. Well, now is the time which we do every week and go with Al, who's going to bring us another edition of, frankly, my dear. I don't give a damn.
0: I, I don't know if I've still got the jingle for this, so if not, I'll do it now. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn.
1: That, I think I can beat that, Al.
0: Go on, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, punk.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> this was the feature that Al used to do where he taken an, an excellent scene from a film or TV show and reimagine it with a different actor playing that part. Yeah. It's my job to guess who the actor is, no, sorry, who is playing the part in the uh, role and what the role
0: was as well. Excellent. And I did run out of impressions, but I don't think I've done this one before, Stu. And, right. it's, and it's a new quote. You ready? Yeah. I'll have what she's having. I like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That is Borat in yeah. uh, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Uh, still to come, Al brings back an old feature. Another old feature, I should say. And so do I. Uh, Mike Reed is back with more tips. Al takes a trip to the bag of nails. It's Diary of a Wimpy Kid versus Dirty Dancing in Dinner. dinner. Dinosaur Park goes sits up. Dinner Party goes sits up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But right now, here's Al with an advert. Or is it Brendan again? Did we get Brendan this time again? No. Ah. For subpar
0: comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's and... The Stew and Al pod has been running for 50 episodes now. And why don't you relive the loves, the laughs, the longitude... (laughs) That's not really a word. Of the Stew and Al pod... With the Stu and Alpod best of episodes 1 to 49. They're hitting 50, so now it's time for the greatest hits. Listen to a compil- compilation of erms. Um, mm, uh, 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 uh. 47 uh. episodes of mentions of Bruce Forsyth and constantly flogging a dead horse. Who's down the bag of nails this week? (laughs) Yes, it's an hour of laughs. laughs. Those being the laughs of Stu and Al, and not the listener. Careful planning done up to one hour before recording, and immaturity from two men in their late 30s who really should know better. So if you want to kill an hour, then why not order The Best of Stu and Al Pod, episodes 1 to 49. When will it ever end?
1: Mm, good guy, good guy. Mm. We're gonna, um, we're gonna struggle to sell that. To be fair, yeah, because all of it's our time, episodes, all all our news. episodes are free online. <laughs>
0: In each episode, Stu tells us a couple of news stories, one made up and one he's found on the interweb, and it's my job to guess which one's fake and which one's real. He'll also tell us some sports results. I imagine Dr. Doris is back. Yeah. And also, a load of other things, really. Could be anything, travel or weather. Weather, there's always weather. Ends on the weather. So, Stu, here are your
1: headlines. Thanks, Al. A man in West New York State has been arrested for bestiality. Yes, that's right. Animal predator busted in Buffalo. Oh, gross. Now, former President Trump tests negative for COVID-19. Yep, Donald Duck's COVID. Yep. And pandemonium in Asia this week when a fight broke out when they played the wrong national anthem at the Asian table tennis finals. yes, Hong Kong ping pong sing song ding dong. <laughs> I'm very good. But first,
0: <laughs> he's happy with that one. <laughs> but
1: first, a cow was arrested for the murder of a 12 year old boy in Sudan this week. Oh, utterly ridiculous, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I'm gonna make this one worth. <laughs> 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 Please confirm they have detained the animal and its owner after the cow allegedly attacked a child near a farm in the nation's Lakes State. The attack was so ferocious, the victim was killed instantly. A police spokesman said, the bull is now under arrest at a police station in Rumbek Central. The boy was taken to hospital for a post-mortem. I mean, how do you arrest a cow? (laughs) You have to put like two
0: sets of uh, cuffs on his legs.
1: Yes sir.
0: So. How about the others?
1: <laughs> there were no others. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. This isn't the first time an animal has been arrested here in Sudan either. Last month, a ram was arrested and imprisoned for killing a woman. Oh. Yep. Crime is on the up for killed by animals.
0: Yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> uh-huh. That could have been who do
1: you think you are, couldn't it, really? What a bastard. Uh, speaking after the ram's arrest, the police spokesman said, uh, the owner is innocent, but the ram is the one who perpetrated the crime, so it deserves to be arrested. Our role as police is to provide safety and separate fights. <laughs> and he's barking mad. <laughs>
0: Love that. So, was that
1: all made up out, do you reckon?
0: No, I think that was real.
1: What oh, cow, killing a
0: kid. Come on. Come on. Hey, well, we spoke about a cow killing someone in Midsummer Murders.
1: We did, yeah. yeah. That is application as well. Story number two Stephen Patrick Morrissey of the Smiths is to become a priest. Good. Yep. Now, stop me if you think you've heard <laughs> this one before.
0: <laughs> Very good.
1: Okay. Uh, Morrissey said uh, so it all started when I was on tour. Always on tour, aren't these people? Yep. I was walking around uh, Los Angeles <laughs> evening, and the things I saw, my goodness me, there was the boy with a fawn in his side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did manage to uh, help him. Can't leave him like that. Um, there was uh, there was looting going on. It was like shoplifters of the world unite, <laughs> if you will. Uh, then this charming man came along. Yeah. <laughs> he said to me, Morrissey, why so blue? I said, heaven knows I'm miserable now, but I'm trying to be happy. He said, follow me in my ways. I am a man for all seasons. Yeah. <laughs> there is a light that never goes out. Follow it and all your dreams can come true. Really, I said. Please, please, please let me just <laughs> get what I want. He said, what do you seek, my son? I said, I want to be a professional darts player. He said, that takes years. What about being a priest? I said, how long does that take? He said, well, what a difference. <laughs> he said, what difference does it make? And then he said, how soon is now? Look, he pointed to the sign it said, back to the old house. And in there, it said, priest wanted to ply with him. I said, wow, this night has opened my eyes. <laughs> and I went and became a priest. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fucking good blast so far. Oh, oh God, I swore. Big mouth strikes again. (laughs) Anyway, I've got a mass uh, to do now. So bless you, uh, William. It was nothing. Oh, Stuart. Sorry. Goodbye. Now's the end of that.
0: Well, that one's made up. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Because
0: isn't Morrissey quite anti-religion? I don't
1: know, actually. I'm just making it up. Well, yeah, it's all made up. He's actually going on tour at the end of the year as well. Oh, good for him. A bit of sport, yes, please. Yes, so the uh, the animal death was real. The, the kid got killed by the cow, yeah. in Sudan, and the woman got killed by a ram in Sudan. I mean,
0: that's not the biggest surprise of those stories. The arrest of the animal is the biggest <laughs> surprise. Like people being killed by animals is, uh, yeah, okay, that happens. But <laughs> to, to arrest the animal is
1: absurd, crazy. What a bit of sport? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in darts this week, a really interesting game where the game started with the game of nearest to the bull. Uh, first player said, aha, they all said, Move. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it's health of Dr. Doris. I that. That voice has changed again. <laughs> it always changes. It's part of my um, patient confidentiality thing, I'm like Yeah, okay. It, episode 50, eh? Yeah. Well, congratulations, lads. I've got a story about 50. Actually, yeah, uh, my fee the other day was 50 pounds, no matter what. Uh, you know, if I diagnose you, you pay me 50. If I fail to find a cure, I'll give you 100. Those patient arrives. This doc, my taste is deteriorating. I gave him a jar and said, Take a spoonful of that. He does, and he spits it out. He goes, Ugh, it's Shaving phone, why would you do that? I said, Well, your taste seems fine. 50 pounds, please. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks later, the twat comes back, didn't he? He goes, Doc, I'm losing my memory. I said, here, I'll take, take this jar again and have another spoonful. He said, no chance. I do have enough shaving for him again. I went, your, your memory's fine. 50 pounds, please. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, two months later, this prick comes back again. He says, Doc, help. I've lost my eyesight. I said, oh, shit. There's nothing I can do there for you, mate. Nothing I can do. Here's 100 pounds. Take it from me. I gave him the money, the man is overjoyed and then he looks down he goes, you've only given me a fiver here. I went, oh, that's your light salted. £50, please. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Doris out. See ya. See ya, Doris. There's no health, with there's no travel with Arnie this week, Al, because he's um, been booked. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Sorry about that. Uh, so the weather, moving on quickly, is going to be slick. Oh slick Rick. Thank you Stu. Well that
0: was in the news and now it is time to move on to Dinosaur Park
1: goes tits up. Hi. Dinosaur Park goes tits up. Yes the beloved feature of returns. Um it's basically back mind. Still a little bit but we give each other a uh, difficult film to watch each episode and then we put five questions of that film to each other. So far it's 1-1. One, one. Yeah it is, it is one all yeah. yeah. Last weekend with a draw. Um, this week Al I gave you Dirty Dancing.
0: You did. And I gave you Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Or Diary of Stu if you want to rename it. Brilliant. <laughs> tell
1: you what though, it's been such a while since i watched that now, I struggle with it.
0: Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. So, shall I give you questions first? Oh, so should we do the taglines first? So, Diary of a women Kids Do, what tagline have you got for that?
1: Uh, Weakling gets jealous of a popular fat kid, writes a diary.
0: Oh, lovely. I think this might be my best uh, tagline. Dirty older man dry humps his way into massive melon-carrying teen. (laughs) (laughs) I swear they said that on the poster as well. Yeah, I'm sure they did. So, Stu, um, shall I give you the questions first? Yeah, go on. I've not made them too difficult. Um, So, your subject, your topic, uh, your film even was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Here are your questions. Question one What month does the film start? September. Correct. Beginning of a school year. Um, Question two What school does he attend? What's the school called? Uh, Uh, It was the Westmore Middle School. Question three, three. What does Derek touch in the playground? I'll give you a clue. It's not his penis.
1: The mouldy cheese on the floor. It is the cheese on the floor.
0: Uh, question four. What are the words? Oh, sorry. Not the words. What are the woods known as? Ah, oh,
1: fuck. I can't remember.
0: It's the devil worshipping woods.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And question five. What's on the front of the yearbook? There's a picture on the front of it. What is it a picture of? Uh, it's a hot air balloon which is a really odd thing to have on. that's why I put it in because I thought it's a really weird thing to have on a
1: yearbook a hot air balloon I watched it yesterday I probably would have remembered that yeah well Stu you scored
0: two out of five well done good
1: okay I'll see your questions on Dirty Dancing then question number one how did baby get money for Penny's abortion
0: she asked her dad for it
1: yeah what fruit does baby carry to the party I carried a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, who says the line, go back to your playpen, baby? Is it Johnny? That's uh, Penny. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, what year is the film set? Oh, shit.
0: Literally no idea. I'm going to say
1: 85. 1963. Oh, God. All right. And what is the name of the resort? Callumans.
0: I want the full name out. Oh, come on. Can't you name for Kellerman? No. Kellerman's
1: Country Park or something. It's Kellerman's Mountain House. Oh, that's something. I think you should let me have the point for that. No. Because I've, I've had um, bad ones that you've never given before on Bastard. Oh, so. I think that's a bit dodgy. Ah, well, tough shit. We've still got the air uh, tie break. It might still win, yeah?
0: What is written above the school door? Uh, piss off. No respect on her dignity.
1: No. Uh, what's the colour of baby's outfit when rehearsing the lift move in the lake? White. Yes, it's white. All well done. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Victory is yours.
0: I was trying to think because I know it was see through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the film A Diary of a Wimpy Kids? Yeah, it's all right. I love yeah, Dirty Dancing. It's just love it. it it's, it's, it's not a film I've seen for ages, but I absolutely loved it. You know? So that's two one to me now. Stu, on the next episode, it, we are on to the letter E. Now, mm. I've given you a film that has been on my Netflix list for ages, which I've never seen, so this will give me a reason to watch it. It's Extinction, which is on Netflix.
1: Extinction?
0: yeah. That's on Netflix. Uh, You've got Easy A
1: on Netflix as well. Oh yes,
0: love Easy A.
1: Who's in Extinction?
0: I have no idea, but it's been on my list for a long time. Are you sure so it's still on there? Yeah, it's still on there. I looked chat the other
1: day. Plague by dreams of an alien invasion.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's... oh, I've seen this. Have you? Yeah.
0: It's good. <laughs> This is shit. All right, fair enough. <laughs> right. Well, that was Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. And Stu, I think it's time to go back in time again. Huh? It's time to go back in time again. <laughs> and let's go back in time to Arnie Improves Films. Again, I don't know if I've got the jingle for this anymore, so I'll just make one up. Arnie, Arnie, Arnie Improves Films. Vote for me as governor of California. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: so um,
0: this feature is quite old now. Stu dropped this feature because he got bored of it. Yeah, brought it back for this one episode where Stu finds a cassette of Arnie auditioning for a film that he wasn't in. So Stu, have you got a tape for this one?
1: I do, yes. There you go. And click. Hi, it's Arnie. I'm reading for Kid in Sixth Sense. (laughs) I already love it. Okay, Arnie, when you're ready. Uh, I see dead people, take one. I see dead people, John McClane. (laughs) Cut! What is wrong? (laughs) This this isn't Die Hard, Arnie. Let me try again. Hey, McClane, you see dead people. Cut! (laughs) I'm sorry, let me have one more chance. John, I find it dead hard to see dead people. (laughs) No, no. No. (laughs) Where's that weird kid from Forrest Gump?
0: Why would he have got an audition for it anyway? (laughs) Just got a very good agent. Arnie reading for the role of Dorothy in... uh... (laughs) <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> why didn't, man you have had a heart all along <laughs> if I only had a brain well thanks dude so let's bring back to the present and let's head down the bag nails
1: oh fine please Beth. <laughs> Rabbit, 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 In each episode, me and Al take it in turns to take a trip down to London. Where we go to London's finest establishment, the bag of nails. To find a regular patron of this fantastic pub. Al, this week you went down to the smoke. I did. How did you get on? I
0: had a great time, Stu. Um still, I will be down in the big smoke in a few weeks. Oh I wow. am. I am, yeah. Um I'm okay. gonna see a play.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: So um Stu, this this um this time, I I'm not I'm not, I didn't meet anyone from an old TV show. Ah. Oh. I met Jackie D. Ah. Oh. Because Jackie D has got a new line of erotic novels out. Oh called Jackie D's Saucy Stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sue, here's the tape. I'm mute. <laughs> Clickety-click. Right, all right, all right. Now, settle down in the back, because I'm going to read one of my saucy stories. Now, this is the only time I'm going to do it here. It's part of my community service. So, sh- shut up, sure up. Here we go. Jackie D's saucy stories. She were a checkout girl at the local Aldi. (laughs) He were a doorman at the local pub. (laughs) It were there that they met. You got any ID, love? He said. ID? Do you think anyone under 18 would have tits like this? (laughs) She said, lifting up her top. I'd love to have a go on them, ed- them, darling, he tried. You cheeky fucker, she purred. If I don't cop off with no one in here, I'll let you have a squeeze later. Are you finding this really erotic, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> there, were only, there were only mingers in that night, so she went out to find a hunky bouncer. You got anywhere we can go, she asked, squeezing his well-hard muscles. Me flat's a shithole, but there's a place round back I take the local tarts, he growled. <laughs> he led her round back, by the bins where, where a piss-stained mattress awaited. You're a right bloody Cassanova, ain't you? she asked. Who? Oh, he replied, but she didn't answer, as she wasn't sure herself. Let's get that wanger out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, sorry, I made a mistake. Let's see them wangers again, he said, licking his greasy lips. She whopped him out. (laughs) (laughs) She whopped him out, and he gave him a good going over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Put your head up, look. Your hands feel dead good. Callousy, like you've been grafting In that, she said. <laughs> I did some labouring for a, for a mate, he answered. Not much, but cash in hand. She hitched up a leather miniskirt, wearing no knickers. She sexily said, hurry up, I want to get chips and cheese before it closes. he rutted her (laughs) he rutted her for a full two and a half minutes before shooting his beans and shouting get in (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) she hoped she'd see him again next week unfortunately we're doing a five stretch for assault with a deadly weapon she'd always have the memories though and crabs. Nice. So there you go. There's my source of story. I might be back again at some point if I find it funny enough. Right. See you later. So, Stu, oh, I'll tell you what, Stu. Well, that's got me really hot under the collar. I don't know about you. Bloody hell. Sexy, it's wasn't it? Often,
1: it?
0: <laughs> right. So, in the next episode, Stu will be going down to the Vagina Stu, in the future, when I run out of features or when I get bored of a feature, I'm going to go back to Jackie D's saucy stories for a feature. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Bag of Nails. Stu will be heading down there in the next episode. But now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette made by the man himself, Michael Reed, Frank Butcher. <laughs> And he's got a couple of tips for you to help out. So here we go. Stu, have you got a Yep.
1: Yep. Thank
0: you. And click. How's it going, everyone? Mike Reed here again.
1: Back for you with a couple more tips to get you through life. Coffee or tea gone cold. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Coffee or tea gone cold. No problem. Put your cup on the stove to heat it up very quickly. <laughs> yep, good choice. Nothing will go wrong there. I, I promise you. Jigsaw puzzles don't even bother starting them. The answer's on the box. Hello, <laughs> you know, everyone.
0: That's very good stuff. I like that. Well done. Look how pleased you are with that one. So that's it. Episode fifty, guys. You know, it's been fifty episodes. If you've been listening from the start. Uh, from episode one thank you very much if you're new to us or you've been listening um you know recently then thank you very much for for finding us if you could share and and like our podcast maybe give it a review five stars would be wonderful and that would be amazing awesome. we, you know we we don't get loads and loads of listeners we get we get enough but um we just do it for fun don't we still you know yeah
1: i think episode awesome. five,
0: we're probably not going to get picked up by a big <laughs> big company now and <laughs> put out loud, right. but you know, we have a good laugh, so we want to thank you for listening. So, Stu, have you got anything? Have we got uh John Lennon?
1: Uh, yeah, we got John Lennon, he's back for one
0: more. Go on then, John Lennon, hey? Eh? Thanks, mate.
1: Hello, it's John Lennon from the Beatles, you know, the good one. Here's a little tale from uh 1965. One day Paul was on the loo. I think he did a number two. He was there <laughs> for so long, leaving a bad pong, so I went and wrote Love Me Do.
0: <laughs> what a lovely... It's it's nice that John Lennon's left these poems behind, isn't it?
1: Mm, it's, 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 well, it's good that
0: you found them as well.
1: Yeah, it is. It's
0: fine. good that he recorded them.
1: Huh?
0: Yeah. Still, I've got a couple of... Um, well, a few um, congratulations oh. on reaching episode 50 from some special guests. Okay. So I'll um I'll let them come on and, and speak now, if that's all right with you. Yeah,
1: sorry, the dog just woke up. But... Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. Well, come on, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, he's growling. Hang on.
1: He right. might. Bark. That's the only reason I say.
0: Right, so Steve. I've got some thank yous and some congratulations from some um, some special guests. So um, here we go. I'll just put them on. Hello, Stuart. Angle Dorigay here, of course. Couldn't go to episode 50 without having your favourite uncle on the podcast, could I? Don't worry, my uh, brother won't be turning up again because that was was very sordid when he was in the last episode, wasn't it? I just want to say well done for reaching episode 50. Uh, You know, of course, uh, my favourite things about the podcast are when I'm on it, Uh, a lot of my sordid stories. I've uh, been getting a lot of attention from the ladies since uh, I've been on your podcast. Um, you know, and they've said that they'll charge me £5 cheaper than normal. So <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hi, Stu. Jackie D here. You heard me saw the story earlier. Just want to say congratulations on reaching episode 50. I remember when my single were in the charts, it didn't reach number 50. But, you know, that was my dream to reach 50, and it didn't. And I probably won't reach 50 years' age because I drink so much and I shag around a lot. Right. So have a good one, Stu. See you later. And it's I think it's the top 40, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But the charts go up to about 100, really. So <laughs> still, if you're still interested in me by the bins, then, nope. well, that's not what you said last night. See you later. Hello, Stu and Al. It's <laughs> from the future. Not heard since the early episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on reaching episode fifty, but you will not reach episode fifty-one. Commence destruction of earth.
1: Ah. <laughs> oh
0: my. Good guy, good guy. Well done, Stuart L for reaching episode fifty of the Stuart L Pod. From your good friend and someone that is always ready to your podcast, Bruce, for sure. Johnny's do your daily good game, good game. Yeah, Bruce. Hey, Stu and Al, congratulations on reaching episode 50. You two are like a couple of field mice in a bucket of cream. Uh, you know, you're both running round together and you're going to churn that cream into a butter. And then you can climb, climb out of there. Keep going, guys. And don't put a watch up your ass.
1: <laughs> Sound advice. <of> voice.
0: <laughs> I can't remember this out the voice. Hello, Stuart. No, <laughs> I can't get a voice. Who is all it? Right, all right, Stuart. It's Barry here from oh. Barry's Businesses. Now, this is the last time I will appear on your podcast seeing as somebody else did my impression and my advert better than Al could ever do it. But I want <laughs> to say congratulations on reaching episode 50. But don't take my congratulations for granted, because here is a very, for another, satisfied listener. I have been enjoying your podcast for so long. I listen when I'm on my way to the shops to buy Scotch eggs and strong cider. The noise of my farts is covered up by your laughter. Thank you, Stu and Al. So, Stu, that was some nice, some nice ones, wasn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: So, here, there's 50 episodes. Let's try. Uh, we'll try and get another 50. Try and get to 100.
1: All the people that listen to our show, it's them that send things in. It's yeah. Not depressing at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So this is episode 50, guys. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. Um, And I suppose there's nothing else to say, but
1: goodbye. We say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. It's truth.